0: Right, right. Let's do this.
1: We're doing it. We're here. Again. Welcome to 2020. Oh, happy new year. We're rec- we're <laughs> What is that? <laughs> My excitement horn. It
0: sounded like
1: blues clues. <laughs> <laughs> that was
0: so weird. Uh we're recording this from the, the past, past. <laughs> because <laughs>
1: Were you about to say the future? You are
0: listening to it in 2020. Yeah, you're in the future. But we're recording it from 2019.
1: How is it? Is everything better? Yeah. (laughs) I hope so. My trip to Europe was great. (laughs) I ate cheese and bread. (laughs) (laughs) My friend got married. Everything's fantastic. I did not speak French. (laughs) Uh, This is The Unknown Subject, a Criminal Minds podcast. Still is in the year 2020. Still is. Hey. I'm going to say this now, and I'm going to say it a lot throughout the year. 2020 is a major election year. Make oh. sure you're registered to vote.
0: Yep. Do it. Come on, guys. We're really going
1: to sway an election.
0: <laughs> With our <laughs> With all our listeners. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Kelsey Paul.
1: I'm Kelly McMaster-Parsons.
0: And we're here today to watch season two, episode nine, The Last Word. <gasps> Um, we
1: both have an idea of what we think this episode's about, but we could I'm be wrong. Not a hundred percent sure we either of wrong. us are right.
0: It's one of those things where the description on Netflix was just detailed enough to jog my memory, mm-hmm. but so so an episode came to mind that fits that description right that doesn't mean that it fits it's the profile right one oh
1: mm. my God, yeah yeah
0: it fits the profile but i could have the wrong do ones do you ever up.
1: sometimes just let your face rest on your i don't mic
0: thing i don't you look ridiculous <laughs> it's a good thing that podcasts are an invisible medium <laughs>
1: <laughs> the invisible medium that's gonna be the name of a new psychic show that's just like people sitting at a table reacting to like a recording of a medium okay you get it no the medium's invisible okay whatever like teresa caputo this has already
0: gotten off to a weird start 2020 is off to a weird (laughs) start um i feel like i was gonna talk something about new year's
1: Oh yeah. You're the New Year's baby. I, that's exactly <laughs> what I was
0: going to mention. In a previous episode I had mentioned how when we discussed New Year's we would discuss the fact that my family used to dress me up as the New Year's baby. <laughs> um <laughs> which was like a weird recovered memory that yeah. I had like a few months ago which was that I had all of a sudden had flashbacks to them taking like reams of paper like back when (laughs) reams of paper were connected like all the paper was connected and you had to like pull the sides off Uh because it was perforated and they used to take that and they'd make a little like sash thing for me (laughs) and put and like write the new like whatever year was gonna be on there and then like at first when I was a baby I was wearing diapers Uh (laughs) like a diaper and that was it and then they'd put like a little you know one of those little like new year's hats on me and like,
1: give you, yeah, like you know, a, the new year's hat,
0: yeah. Like, the, it says like the year on it, and yeah, it's like it's kind of like a pilgrim hat, yeah. like it's that shape, like a pilgrim hat, and then they give of me top like, hat ish, yeah, but like that, it's yeah. like wider than that. Mm-hmm. And then they'd give me like a noisemaker and like take a photo of me <laughs> and be like, the new year's baby, <laughs> but they kept it going when I wasn't a baby anymore, so I was like three or four, the new, I new year's was toddler, was body trained. So then I wasn't wearing diapers. I was wearing like my little undies. It's
1: so they weird. exploited you. So
0: weird. And I like texted my mom. I was telling Kelly about it. And I was like, what the fuck? And so I texted my mom. I was like, why the hell did you do that? And apparently <laughs> the first year of my life when I was a baby, my mom and dad went out for New Year's and my grandmother was babysitting me and she did it for her own entertainment. <laughs> and then after that, it was just like, oh, that's so funny. Like, let's keep doing it. And I was like, how long did you do it? And she said, just till I was three or four. I
1: like, what the fuck? <laughs> I really hope that you get pictures of when you go home you find Listen, a picture of if i remember
0: a- i will try to find a photo and i will try to post it yeah
1: for the instagram i mean if i see a photo i'm gonna immediately tell her to post it so don't worry listeners
0: yeah i will try to find photographic evidence of me as the new year's baby uh to share with all of you to prove that i did not make this up and that it didn't i love happen.
1: it i believe it knowing nancy the <sighs> so small weird. amount that i do so weird
0: yeah so like imagine my mom but like one generation prior, and that's my grandmother.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, like anyway, I, hope that, I hope
0: that you had a better New Year's than I did as the New Year's baby. <laughs> but anyway.
1: I hope you have a better New Year's this year than you did as the New, New Year's I will. I can tell
0: you from the past going into the future <laughs> that Stephen and Sadie and I sat on our butts on our couch yeah. and watched, you know, those, like, the, the stupid... Mm-hmm. Like, like ball dropping, Dick Clark's chopping, rockin' Dick New Year's Clark's Eve. Rock Eve, We watch that. We make With a bunch of We make way too much food that is bad for us, mm-hmm. and then we always have way too many leftovers. And then we always, we always make sangria, but then oh. we always get a couple of bottles of champagne. And so by the end of it, we're so drunk, and then we'll feel like shit the they day after. They get toasted just for their just own just to fun. sit at home and just be toasted. <laughs>
1: it's if we weren't going away. Maybe we would crash. You guys have like parties that you go to. I feel like you have a full yeah. schedule on New Year's. It's really been kind of dwindling down. I feel like in the past few years, we've um, started at my family's, gone to my friend's party, and then gone to one of Cassie's friends' parties. Yeah. Last year, I because th- you have that deal where you get to right. drink early. I drink first, and then Cassie, Cassie drives, weight. and then I sober up. Cassie drinks. Yeah last year we just went to my friend's house yeah we went to my my parents make some tasty foods yeah but that maybe i'm gonna put this energy into 2020 okay this is my new year's resolution for 2020 Hmm. cassie and i save enough money to buy a house and we throw the new year's party going into 2021
0: oh okay great is that
1: the right timeline or are we still gonna live here in 2021
0: The look on her face says that she doesn't want to tell you that that you're yeah, still going to live 2021 here. 2021
1: is the year we get a house. Okay. 20, 2021 to 2022, we're throwing the New Year's party. <laughs> Mark your calendar. <laughs> in 2020, we're saving up the money to buy the house to make that happen. Right.
0: Totally. So
1: see you all there. 2021. Kelsey will fly in December from Juneau, Alaska. What? That's the energy I'm also putting into 2020. You pick Alaska as your next state.
0: Absolutely not. They pay
1: you to live there. Who does? Alaska! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stephen actually was just saying, because there's a new show on A&E about Alaskan police officers. He wants to be one? No, but he said that the reason that they're probably doing that is because they are, like, paying people a shit ton of money to come be police officers yeah. in Alaska. Because they've, like put it out as a like public emergency that they don't have enough police officers
1: nobody wants to live in alaska no which lizard. is why we should all live in alaska <laughs> no. one time in elementary school there was a family that moved here from alaska
0: wow cool. nao used to
1: always tell us about being from alaska that's cool they lived in a house that was on one of the empty lots on my parents street cassie I, they lived on an empty lot. <laughs> they lived in a house that was on this lot now the house is gone and the lot is empty
0: oh okay good story
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think of them every time i see it they stole my hat on the bus once
0: oh my god and she's still harboring Uh, yeah
1: i still remember when those scoundrels i'm not gonna say names
0: scoundrels i'll say it starts with a p okay
1: okay (laughs) it's not parsons (laughs) cassie looked at me like it was her it wasn't the Parsons. All
0: right, should we get on with this? I guess. I guess. You guys didn't come here to listen to us talk about New Year's and our other recovered memories about having our hats stolen. <laughs> you not reco- reco- it's here. not
1: recovered. It was always there.
0: You came here to listen to us
1: blather on.
0: Talk to you about criminal minds. Yeah. So, this is a very important episode, right? This is when we get, you know who? Right?
1: Voldemort. No. You know. <laughs> I know! Oh, the new <laughs> <laughs> also right? starts with a P.
0: Right. Nah,
1: I think I feel like it it's has been to be. we've been long enough without L that yeah. we are gonna get yes, yeah,
0: so we've taken like our couple of episodes off without her to like mourn her loss. And now we're ready to move on with the yeah. new brunette.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for it. Let's do it. All right, I am gonna hit the play button mm-hmm. in three, two, one. <laughs> So drawn out. <laughs> Chatter. Kids running.
0: Kids playing Frisbee. So a many da- people
1: we're in St. Louis, Missouri. I know someone who lives in St. There Louis. There are
0: so many people in this park playing My... like fake sports. Like these parents are like fetch this kid. Is... Like he just <laughs> threw a ball and like this here, go such... get that ball, honey. Like that child is an indoor kid. She doesn't know what to do with this. She's got ball, a weird hat she's on. Got a Very weird hat on. It's like a knit cap.
1: But it's like but like scalloped not. and it perfectly fits her skull so it's
0: a mom and a dad and a little girl they say she's four years old and they're playing outside and they're like oh, are you ready to go home sweetie and she's like yeah and then the dad throws the ball again and says go get it <laughs> like she's not a dog
1: the mom looks like a young emily gilmore
0: she does mm-hmm. all right so the little girl has run off into oh. the trees, and then mom is setting out a picnic Oh, so they're not going home. She's ready to eat. A man comes out of the trees and he says, my daughter, Molly, she's six. She's got braids and a yellow
1: sweatshirt. Oh, no, I don't know what I'm going to do. And El- Emily Gilmore's like, let's help. Let's let's look. Let's and she's look. Like, don't
0: worry. It's fine. Like, we're going to find her. And he's like, oh, my God, how do I how have I been so stupid? And she's trying to get her husband's attention, but he's not paying attention. And he goes, Shh, do you hear that? It came from over here. And he like goes back into the woods and the mom is clearly going to follow him. And he goes, daddy's here.
1: Molly, Molly, that's funny. And she goes into the woods,
0: and he's just like holding a yellow sweatshirt. And she's like, "Did you find Molly? Is she okay?" okay? And he's just holding the sweatshirt, and he's like looking at her all crazy, worried. And then he he punches her in the face.
1: Unsubvision, and we just see drags her her
0: away, and she's but she's not. But she's back awake. Yeah, she's all right. All right, now it's a little boy. (gasps) Oh. And he's over his mom and he's like, mom, it's 10 a.m. And she's like, why did you let me sleep? And she
1: she says, why, like, why don't you get, you get an alarm clock, you uh, stupid bitch? She's putting on leopard print shoes. Yeah, and a short, she's got a short skirt on. It's and the, she's the like, evening. She's like, did you feed the baby? She's
0: got two little boys. She's a
1: woman of the night.
0: She could be a cocktail waitress.
1: You don't know i've seen this episode i know she's a woman so of she's the night. running
0: off into the night and she's leaving these two little boys that the one has got to be like what eight and the other one is a baby not even that eight. kid's not even eight he's like seven yeah all and right she's yeah she's on a woman of the, the night. road she's, she's is a, a sex
1: worker she's, she's got a red purse red purse a furry jacket someone's watching her we're seeing yep, him watching her. over
0: and he the car pulls away and she keeps walking, and, and then she, she sees the creepy person kind of watching her from the shadows. And she's
1: kind of strutting for him.
0: Yeah, she's on but the approach, she, but also kind of watching. Like, what's your and deal? She says
1: hi, and
0: then walks into an walks alley. Down
1: the alley, and he, he follows her, gives chase.
0: Doesn't give chase. He walks casually after her. Yeah,
1: that's the chase. Gunshots. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. We now are we're in back at Quantico. Quantico. And someone knocks on Hotch's door.
0: (gasps) There she is! There she is! Emily Prentice! She says, I'm Agent Emily Prentice. And he goes, oh, you're Ambassador Prentice's daughter. And she nods. And she's so beautiful. And I'm just so
1: excited. There she is. Hello, Patchett Brewster. (sighs)
0: And she's been at the Bureau for almost 10 years, and she went to Yale, and she calls Hotch, sir.
1: My heart's pitter-pattering. Ah,
0: I'm just so excited. <laughs> ah!
1: Kelsey's, like, clutching her hands near her face. She's so just, beautiful.
0: Like, she's so, like, fresh-faced and young. And she, looks, like,
1: no offense. I love Silver Fox, Paget Brewster.
0: Silver Fox?
1: She's a Silver Fox now. Oh, now. Yeah. Now that they wrapped the show. Yeah. Spoiler.
0: Nope. All right, so she um So Prentice Hotch, could get it. She's telling Hotch that she has been transferred into the unit and he says, "Oh, there must be a mistake." And she's like, "No, I don't think so." And he's like, "We got a case."
1: And Prentice is shocked. And
0: Hotch is like, "Sorry, but I didn't approve your transfer, so we're going to have to figure this out, but it's nice to see you again." And like poor Emily is just like,
1: "Uh, what?" Classic worker just carrying her stuff around in a box. And he
0: said, and Hotch asks Gideon if he approved a transfer, and he goes, "No, I would have discussed it with you." Um, and, and Hotch he's says, like, he's "She's got, got paperwork. the paperwork." And Gideon asks if he wants him to make a call, and he says, "No, I'll look into it." And then they just like leave her there and go into the conference
1: room. All right, Saint and JJ. Louis JJ says
0: Saint Louis is in trouble. <laughs> it is. got two
1: serial killers. Yeah, So the, one um, of them
0: abducts women and dumps them into the woods. And it might be up to six women. And it's the the lady that we saw, Ellen. Her name's Ellen.
1: Ellen. Me, Mill Creek Killer, they call him.
0: Yep. Very creative.
1: Guess he has a cheese stick. When did we get cheese sticks?
0: <laughs> Can I have a bite? The other killer is killing. She says Thank prostitutes. You. I'm going to say sex worker. I said sex. Oh. No, JJ JJ. says prostitute. Sorry, I thought you accused me. Um, And he's contacted a reporter named Jim at one of the newspapers saying that he's not getting enough attention, and he signs it, The Hollow Man. And Morgan says, why Hollow Man? Does he feel empty inside?
1: Good observation, Morgan. Yeah, really great deduction. FBI's best. Yep. The sex workers are really just being, like, laid out out yeah
0: so Hotch is pointing out that sex workers are obviously a very high-risk
1: group yeah. of people because that, we'll they, see well, yeah yeah they're yeah.
0: like in very unsafe situations but they're also a group of people that like no one's really gonna care that they're getting murdered necessarily right sometimes if you read listen to other podcasts and true crime stuff they're called the less dead because they're like oh I've never heard important that important or mm. like and like less noticeable and like no one really gives a shit
1: uh. um Homeless. But
0: interesting, I would say something that's already standing out to me is one of these serial killers is abducting and killing high-risk sex workers that no one really Mm -hmm. gives a shit about. The other one is abducting and killing, like, upper-middle-class white women and uh, throwing them in a forest, which obviously everyone's very concerned about. So there's already this interesting dichotomy to what they're doing. I
1: do want to say a disclaimer that we don't think you... Shouldn't give a shit about sex no, workers. No, absolutely
0: not. You should give a shit about anybody who gets murdered.
1: Exactly. The opinions of this television program do not reflect <laughs> the opinions Hence of... Hence why we don't call them The Kells.
0: We call them exactly. sex workers. Exactly. We're woke. Because it's Pat not, us on it's the not back. 2006 anymore. It's not. We've learned. Um, so Reed gives us a fun stat, which is that there are roughly 30 serial killers active in the United States at any given time. So scary. Super awesome. Um, so he says that, you know, you don't necessarily hear about them all, but like, for example, there was another serial killer in New York that was active at the same time as son of Sam, but like, right. You only hear about son of Sam. Um, so they're just basically like breaking down the different victims and the methodology that he uses right the killer
1: who kills the sex workers uses a gun he doesn't feel very power like he needs the gun and he needs to kill sex workers because he doesn't rape them because he he doesn't have the same skills that the other serial killer does like the skills of literal strength um like schmooziness mm-hmm. like the real Ted Bundy effect yep, yep. cuz
0: reed says that the guy who's killing the um you know upper middle class ladies like he's strangling them and when you strangle someone you're actually like physically feeling the life leave their body if you shoot someone it's at a distance it's right. not the same and so reed points out that these guys are basically polar opposites yes um jj suggests that they go talk to this guy at the newspaper who the one reached out to and like talk to him um so they're going to go do that. There right he now we're is. at the home of Ellen, which is oh, that no. lady that we saw get abducted from the park. Morgan is talking to her husband who... He's in his jammies. I was going to say, is he wearing his jammies?
1: He, he looks is. like the
0: literal boy in the striped pajamas right now.
1: Like, sad. Sad, but like <laughs> valid. But valid. There are so many kids in this home. Yeah.
0: Well, it looks like there were other people from the neighborhood. He's not wearing his jammies. Those are black jeans.
1: And a very loose-fitting, weird collared shirt. Like a
0: sailor shirt. A sailor shirt? Well, yeah, I guess with the flag Like, minus the color. Yeah. Um. So Morgan's asking him if he remembers anything, and she and he says no, and Morgan asks if he remembers her, like, talking to anyone she didn't know, and he says no, which, to be fair, he was across the park at the time.
1: Somehow the man who did this just fits right in. Yep. So here comes the little girl. She's <laughs> and really goes, cute. Hey,
0: little lady. <laughs> <laughs> she is cute. She's, She's got, got cute pig pigtails. Oh, listen,
1: I fall any kid that's got pigtails. Yeah, pigtails are a shoe in for cuteness. Yep.
0: And she keeps asking when her mommy's coming home. That's, that's tough.
1: Sad. Now he's crying. Kind yeah. of.
0: He's just breaking, breaking down a little bit an and actor's just stature. not really good at
1: acting. No, he was like, I can't quite commit to the cry, so I'm going to walk away now. Yeah, I'm just going to squeeze my facial muscles and yep. hope something happens. <laughs> We're zooming in on a picture of Emily Gilmore. Ellen. And <gasps> And now then she's it's her dead. real
0: face. It's her face, but her eyes are all glossy cuz she's dead. And she's buried in a pile of leaves. Oh. And it's the same guy that we saw abduct her is now walking up to her. Dead body and kneeling over
1: it. Kneeling over it, returning to the scene he's of the crime.
0: How much do you want to bet he's going to pet her? Ew, he's thumb on he face. Her.
1: Thumb on face?
0: Oh, no! He's like stroking her hair, like moving <sighs> the leaves away. Ew. He's taking his jacket off. He's oh. getting something out of his pocket. Oh my god, oh. it's lipstick. No, a comb. He's brushing oh. her hair. Ew. You're right, though. I thought it was lipstick too. I vaguely remember it being lipstick. Maybe he does that next. He does, because oh my god, does he kiss it? Does he kiss her? <gasps> Ew. I feel he does. He kisses her dead body girls. <groans> he's putting lipstick on her. Oh, Which, my like, god. how many Mendy you know that know how to put lipstick on properly? And he says, You are so I beautiful. Don't... So he's talking to her as if she's alive. Ew, he's yeah. gonna kiss
1: her, It's such a
0: Luckily we didn't have to really see yeah, it. But we you got just the see gist.
1: 30 seconds of approach. Ugh.
0: Yeah, that was such a slow burn on that one. Oh. All right, so we're at someone's house. Hotch and read. And
1: old Rosario Dawson answers the door. What? Rosario Dawson? It looks like Rosario Dawson. That woman is not Latina. What are you talking about? Rosario Dawson has a like a like a mixed Latina look. this I don't woman see also it. has a mixed oh, Latina look. Oh, this woman
0: is watching the children of the sex worker that got killed um and she's is she related to them is this a grandmother is this a neighbor i think so you think so i gave you an oh, option and you said i think so i think it's oh the baby's crying had... that little boy has never picked up a baby no, he doesn't he know he just how to grabs that baby like it's like around the a middle. blanket <laughs> <laughs> all right so whoever this is that's watching these children is I'm
1: drinking alcohol you, she's an
0: old Rosario dawson and hotch is judging okay. It is the, the grandmother. Yeah. And he says, we've been assigned to your daughter's case. And um, so far, there are no witnesses that have come forward.
1: And Guns go off all the time. So Nobody an, says anything. Yep. So this is an area of Nobody St. Louis cares. that's not very
0: nice. Not very safe. Um, I
1: don't think about St. Louis as being an unsafe place. I feel like it's like most cities. I, like yeah, nice of course it is. But it doesn't come to mind when I think about unsafe cities.
0: Yeah. It's a little smaller of a city. I feel it like. is.
1: A sister city to Pittsburgh. Um, so
0: clearly, like, this mom, like, she's hip to what the deal is. She's like, she knows what her daughter did for a job. And she's like, no one cares that my daughter's dead. Like, whatever. And Hotch is like, you're right. Like, most people don't. But we do. We care. Yeah. And we're going to find out what happened. He's like, can you tell her any? Tell us anything about her? And she just says, like, she was a good person. But she made bad choices. And she really loved her kids. But, like, she, she was, was just, like, trying to get by. She was
1: trying to do what she had to do, man. Sometimes yep. that's what you've got to turn to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sad. Cassie's <laughs> laughing Cassie's yeah, at her for like, some re- reason. I think Cassie, that's Kelly's way of telling you that if you guys were ever in a really tough situation, Kelly would be willing to step up.
1: <laughs> and Cassie laughs as though I wouldn't be able to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so JJ is back at the police station. We have met our local detective. Uh we don't I know what it was his name Morgan is Morgan for a second. That's not Morgan. Uh, that's racist of um, me, I'm sorry. And They've got two sets of boxes. They've got boxes for the Hollow Man, who's the one killing the sex workers, and then the Mill Creek Killer, which is killing the rich ladies. Mm-hmm. And the pile for the Mill Creek Killer is bigger than the
1: other one. Yep. We and are JJ just... is like hip to why that is. <laughs> yeah. I we're really taking things down. All right. Yep. The guy who's writing about the Hollow Man is there. He's yep. The newspaper writer, reporter. The reporter. He's in a leather jacket
0: he Um, asked if like the re if if the he's the reason that these women are dead and she's like no like he would have killed them anyway even if you weren't writing about it
1: right um something about the killing is yep extremely satisfying
0: and the reporter's like i had no idea that like writing about something like this would get me on the radar of a serial killer like this is creepy yeah And he says, rightfully so, that those victims deserve as much ink as the other women. Hell yeah. Right. Um, But JJ is asking him to actually give him less attention. And he's like, why? And she's like, because we need to keep him mad, kind of. Right. Like, we we have to keep what he wants is attention, and we we can't can't give that to him.
1: him. All right. We have found the body of Ellen. 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 (laughs) Why can I not remember that?
0: Carol. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Carol. So the whole team's there basically. Yeah.
1: CSI is there swabbing. Swabbing. Oh. Oh. Um poor Emily Gilmore. And JJ swabbed. JJ, why are you swabbing her lips?
0: JJ, you're not a swapper. And then JJ goes, This lipstick has been applied recently. And look at her hair. It's been brushed, put behind
1: much better i think that we're good now sorry guys technical difficulties i realize it sounds like nothing to you guys but it's it's something to there's us. five minutes of agony between <laughs> yes <laughs> every technical difficulty all right we're jump gonna back resume we're at 15 minutes and 21 seconds boom all right so
0: they're saying that him putting lipstick on her and brushing her hair is not about remorse it's that he wants to like be with her alone yeah just gross Good- um. Ooh. And then he says, "Sex acts with dead bodies are very rare, but Bundy did it regularly. This guy is clearly based on Bundy. Oh, absolutely, because Bundy had that like weird place in the mountains where he would yeah, leave this them. This is like the
1: same. And, like, oh, wait, no, we're go not go Seattle hang out. anymore.
0: Um, no, we're in St. Louis. All right, so we're seeing somebody who's reading the newspaper with full-on leather gloves on. He's in a he's in a cab. an alley." We see this
1: alley again and
0: again. Yeah. I know this alley. And he's he's sitting in a taxi cab and he's watching sex workers walk
1: by. And he He puts puts his his car in gear. And they're
0: walking and then he just drives really slowly.
1: And they give him him They give him the 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 dirtiest look. And they're like, We're (laughs) off duty just like you. Yep. And he pulls a gun out and shoots them. Both of them. Yep. Broad daylight. And they die very
0: dramatically. And And he gets out this time. He's wearing
1: old man shoes. He is wearing old man shoes. Maybe he is an old man. He gets out. He he puts puts the newspaper
0: next to their dead
1: bodies, and it's got the Mill Creek killer. Yep. So Mill Creek
0: killer, which is killing the richer women, is getting front page news coverage. Right. And he is mad. mad. And he's
1: pissed. This is exactly what we wanted.
0: Yep. So Reed says, "Okay, two victims at once. That's an escalation. That's the first time for him. He
1: chose a a different area. Um, He says." Yes, we're in an alley. But it's by a it's nicer, nicer area. Right. We're in a nicer area by an expensive hotel. So he
0: was looking for a challenge, and he was looking to, like, prove that he's just as good of a serial killer right. as the other guy. And we
1: have to figure out what gave him the bravery to reach outside of his comfort zone. Right. Or the audacity, not bravery.
0: Yeah. Um. um so Reed says that he's angry enough to, like, change his MO completely. And then newspaper guy comes into jj and he's like was it the hollow man and she's like yes and he says if i had just written about him the way i wanted to like this wouldn't have happened
1: and jj says actually if you had written about him he could have killed even more people right and he's like what's this fooey you're doing and she's like it's behavioral analysis (laughs) did i almost say analysis? <laughs> Did I actually say it? Did you say analysis. behavioral analysis without saying urinal analysis? Behavioral analysis. <laughs> behavioral <laughs> <neural> analysis.
0: <laughs> um, so JJ is just adding their photos to their
1: whiteboard here. All right. So we are looking on a. So we're looking at the letter
0: that he sent to the newspaper guy. Yeah, we've got and... it pulled up
1: on a projection screen
0: yeah and Reed says the fact that he sends a letter like to one person says that he's not confident enough to just like write to the newspaper outright or like post it on the internet or something
1: Reed also is doing a little bit of handwriting analysis Mm -hmm. which I'm I'm pretty sure we all know is bunk now
0: right yeah I don't think that it's like a real it's not like it's not something that happens that you can put into court and have it be like really you know right trustworthy um but he's doing it anyway (laughs) because he's reed (laughs) because he's reed um so he says that the hollow man uses simple statements in first person um He's tired of feeling this way. Yep. It's
1: quite possible he's got a job of solitude.
0: Which, how often do we hear that? That right. it's, like, a dude that, like, works in a thankless job or, like, works in solitude, like, is overqualified, right. doesn't Needs... feel he gets the respect he exactly. deserves. No blah, respect. Blah, blah, no blah, blah, respect. Blah. Um, so this, uh, Hotch says that the fact that he's getting angry and angrier it means that, like, he's more unpredictable and more dangerous. Right. Which isn't a good thing. Um... The other guy, on the other hand, um, is abducting his victims in broad daylight, but he's getting them to follow him willingly, right. which is different. Um, and then he's
1: also putting them somewhere where he can spend time with them, which right. is different
0: than the other guy.
1: Yeah, other um, guy does not like to spend time with them. Right. Killing is just kind of. A thing he does.
0: Yep. But he says the fact that he's able to get these women to just, like, walk away with him willingly makes him feel powerful. Right. And the fact that he's able to do that means that he blends in. Like, he looks, like, just, like, a normal person. Which is something that I feel like the other guy wouldn't be able to get away with. Right. Because he's awkward. Right. 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 (laughs) And Morgan is pointing out that they're different also in the fact that... The Mill Creek killer who's abducting the richer women is being driven by just some kind of, like, internal need. Yeah. The other guy, the hollow man, is being driven by a desire for attention. Yeah. So it's different. So we're seeing a woman that's bike riding. She's pulled her bike over. And she
1: answers a phone call. She's upper middle class. Oh, yeah, well, she is. Certainly. She's wearing a
0: vest, a puffy vest.
1: And then her, it Meredith Dale, <laughs> 25, her image just, like, froze
0: and went to black and white. So. Did. I guess we're supposed to assume she got abducted. (laughs) Yep. Um, Um, And so they're assuming that she was abducted by the Mill Creek killer. Right. Because she fits his,
1: you know, profile. She's got, she fits his victimology. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we have to assume he's hiding her body right now. So we need to try to catch him.
0: So they basically are just like already writing it off that she's dead.
1: Right. So they're going to set up roadblocks
0: in the forest because that's where he dumps his bodies. So we're seeing a sheriff like stop people. And there's our guy in a blue van. And he gets pulled over
1: at the checkpoint. He's like, okay, what's going on? And the sheriff's like, you have to open up the van in the back, buddy. I don't want to creep you out, but he kind of looks like Stephen if Stephen had brunette no, hair. No, he certainly does not. Yes, he absolutely does. No, he doesn't. His face isn't wide
0: enough. <laughs> Stephen has a wide face, I feel like. There's no one in the back of the van, though. He just opened it. and there's Opens it up there.
1: and says, what are you doing up here? I well, went the for a says, hike
0: and the cops like with no water surprise or supplies and he's like the boots are all I need.
1: Then why do you take this giant ass van? Yeah, dude? like who
0: takes a giant like cargo van to go for a hike? Um. So we're back with Gideon and Morgan in the police station Um, and they're talking about the dump sites
1: and they're still talking yeah the like
0: local cop was like <laughs> know, there's no real it doesn't seem to be a pattern like it doesn't seem like there's a pattern to it for how he's choosing it but morgan thinks that there's got to be a reason why he's right in these places um so well, he says, says
1: originally they do have a pattern you think he works up here
0: Oh, so he might he's be familiar, familiar enough, enough with, the, with woods. the woods
1: to know when a ranger is on duty. All right. So he knows precisely when and where to drop the body. Which makes sense
0: because he wants to spend time with them. So he needs to know like when he can be right. alone. So now
1: Garcia is going to look at some stuff for us. Right. She called Morgan angelfish. Angelfish. That's a new one on the list of pet names.
0: Um. So she's, she's going to look at the ranger districts and like when they work and how often? So... Um, okay, so they basically, like, work on a rotation. So she's like, if right. they're in one place one day, that means the next day they're not going to be
1: there. So the district closest to the city is where he's heading because that's where a ranger was yesterday and will not be today. Gotcha. See, this is good police work. It's called Saltgrass Grove. Clo- Cove. 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 <laughs> What?
0: And she just he, hangs up.
1: He says something that she doesn't know. So Morgan is like, okay, I think I know where to find Meredith Dale. So they're going to go there. And I think we're at the we're perspective of a, a dog. Yeah, we are. Hello, dog. It's dog cute. finds pile okay. and lays down. Yep. Which?
0: Oh, his name's Brownie
1: oh
0: brownie brownie this is a suspicious right. pile yeah it's a pile of like pine leaves and they say damn it and, and there she is there she is but morgan's like don't brush too much away That's Gideon. everything to, needs to look the same when he left it oh so they're, they're gonna, gonna use wait it as a trap. trap
1: him he's gonna come back and the local detective
0: doesn't seem cool with that like he wants to like you know rightfully so get her out of there and like whatever and yeah um but they're all saying, like, no, we can't. We have to. You have to become invisible. Yep. So they're all going to spread out and hide. Take Brownie somewhere.
1: Aw, oh, Brownie. Brownie.
0: So, all I right. mean, it's fair to say, like, they do not, like, they just have to wait. Like, he will show up. Yeah. I mean, if they're right, we know that they are right about the fact that he comes back. Yeah. But, all right. So and here he comes. And here is. Well, here's somebody. We don't, we haven't seen his Leather yet. jacket. Leather jacket. It's reporter. These guys are not that good at hiding.
1: <laughs> no, they're not.
0: Do you think it's leather? It's reporter man. Yes, it's the leather jacket.
1: That there man's leather jacket leather was jackets. so
0: distinct. There he goes, and he leans down, and he's gonna brush the pile away from her face. But and they're coming
1: in. They're coming in. Morgan and Gideon. <laughs> bay, 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 bay. Actually, stay FBI, down. Stay
0: down. Hands where I can see.
1: And the man says, okay, just take it easy. It It is the reporter. It is. Jim Myers, what the hell? (laughs) And he says, you're the Mill Creek killer? And he says, no.
0: And he said he got another letter from the Hollow Man telling him exactly where to find Meredith Dale. And he said, I have the letter. You can read it. So he pulls it out of his pocket.
1: Ooh, boy. So
0: basically, the Hollow Man sold out the Mill Creek killer. He did. You can see Morgan's back tattoo peeking out of his shirt. Yeah, you can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Makes you want to see what else is under there. So the ooh, so the <laughs> detective is rightfully
0: asking the question of how does one serial killer know where to find the victims of another serial killer? Like and, how do they know what the other one is doing?
1: And, then, and
0: there's also a helicopter above, so Morgan says that it looks like the Hollow Man didn't give him an exclusive this time, so he told other so news. So it's ruined outlets. their plan to sting him there. Yep. <sighs> um. Wow so
1: much is happening Who thought that would have been it? A- Alright
0: so the hollow man Finally got his front page so he's Going to be lit
1: yep um, So he may Kill again Now yep
0: yeah. So Hotch points out that they, It doesn't seem like this is about getting The Mill Creek guy arrested though Because he would have Alerted the police not The press the media yeah so we're seeing the actual Mill Creek killer, and he's standing on the side of the street on the sidewalk, just looking nervous right, and anxious, and a woman is walking
1: by. She kind of looks like George Clooney's wife. Amal. Amal Clooney.
0: And he says, sorry, like, my car won't start, and I forgot my phone. Could I use yours to make a call? And she says, yeah. Listen, he's fuck cute. politeness. Fuck politeness. Fuck politeness. And the
1: words of Georgia and Karen, I would never let a stranger borrow fuck. my phone. No, because they could just run off with it. I would if I were someone who didn't have a working phone, I'd go to like the library. So she's picking up on the
0: fuck politeness because he says, oh, can you walk around the corner with me? And she says, no. And he just loses. And she's it. like, she starts screaming and he, and he grabs starts, her Shh. and she is fighting like hell. Yeah, girl. And so he yeah. fails and she says, help me. And, and, and there's literally running. people standing there doing nothing. They got out of
1: the way to let him go by.
0: Yeah. So she's talking to Gideon and Morgan now. And Gideon goes, was he handsome? And she's like, "What? well, yeah, yeah, he was and she that's says actually that's why i stopped and she uh, gideon says what like when did his personality change and she said when i said no like i wouldn't go with him and that's when he just
1: like flipped out and she was like i was watching the news so i knew i should start screaming and he's like yeah that was smart you're yep. still alive because you did that yep and so they're gonna have her talk to a sketch artist so that's good have you ever thought about what you would do if you had to give a sketch artist a description all the time?
0: Because I do not feel like I would be good at it. No, I wouldn't be able wouldn't to say anything. How, to how do you start? It.
1: Like how I are can't... you? Like he had a face.
0: Like Wait, I don't like. So his
1: his head was a head. Yeah.
0: Like like I get it. Like when they give you something and then you can say like, oh no, his eyes were closer together, or no,
1: his hair was bushier. But like getting it started, like how do you? I'm someone who I think I'm face shape blind. <laughs>
0: Yeah, right? To be like, oh, he has an oval face or like a square face? Oh, he's got a
1: heart-shaped face? (gasps) Like, I'd be like... What does that even mean? I'd be like, his head was big? (laughs) Like, I don't know. (laughs) I could give you sizes on a few things and that's about
0: it. Yeah. All right. So we're back at the police station and Hotch is just like, I don't understand how he knows where these victims are. Like, what is going on? And he pulls out the newspapers
1: um. And they're really just trying to suss out this um, yeah. newspaper situation. Yeah, because it
0: all seems to kind of come back to the newspaper. So they're like, something is going on with this freaking newspaper. Right.
1: And so how, Reed, Reed is, is clearly doing his
0: Reed thing. Yeah, she's, he,
1: he's catching on to yeah, something. He's got like it, four newspapers in front of him and he's looking at all of them. to be in the personals. Yep. And he's
0: like, look at this. He says, he says they're, they're talking, talking in the, the classifieds. classifieds. Bum, bum. Which who
1: uses classifieds? It's 2006. This would be on... Craigslist, Craigslist is, Craigslist is fresh. It, oh, yeah, I guess Craigslist was a the thing then. Yeah, there's no personals on Craigslist anymore. Oh, they took them off because people get murdered. Smart. Yeah, we don't need that on the internet. Nope.
0: All right, so Reed is going through them, and he's showing these uh, personal ads that he found in the class So surprised. they're Sonny
1: and Holden, which are characters from Kitcher in the Rye.
0: Catcher in the Rye is the, the worst.
1: <laughs> Wait, sociopaths? love catcher in the rye yes i just listened to the
0: last podcast on the left about the assassination of john lennon and mark david chapman who killed him was obsessed with catcher in the rye we'll talk more about this at the end okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right so, so we got the sketch and it looks pretty
0: good yeah it does so they're talking about the like back and forth and they're saying that at first it starts out and they're kind of like respecting each other and like complimenting right. each other and then it slowly turns into a rivalry.
1: What do you think the odds are of two serial killers figuring out? Well, that's my question is like, how did they figure the out to talk ads? to each
0: other in the personal ads? Um, So they're also giving each other advice because like at one point one of them is like, oh, like I do my research. I like don't pick places randomly. Right. So they're like one of them is kind of like a mentor teaching the other. So Mill Creek is being a mentor to Hollow Man at this point. So now Garcia is gonna come in and help us out with this. Um, she wasn't able to find anybody to that paid for them. They paid with cash for the personal ads.
1: You two separate accounts in good standing. Um, Maybe. No, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. Um. So maybe they met in another scenario and then we're like what is the least trackable way right to
0: train so. Gideon points out that at this point, the Hollow Man wants the Mill Creek Killer to get caught. And the fact that the Mill Creek Killer didn't get to have his time with Meredith Dale, Mm -hmm. that's why he, like, scrambled to try and get that woman off the street. Like, he's panicking, and that's making him sloppy. He, like, needs. So they're going full criminal minds and doing basically what they did with Elle that one time and having a woman be bait. But they're dressing her up to look dead. (laughs) It's convincing. It is. They've got makeup on her. They got her in a pile of leaves. And they're like, so they wrote something in the personal ads pretending to be the hollow man, being like, I have a gift for you. Right. Like the, and so they're planting her as this quote unquote gift.
1: Poor woman does not look like she wants to do that. Yeah. This. She's like an actor they found at like a local drama school. Oh, probably. I thought she was another agent. No, I don't I think that's I think we missed that part, but I think I remember that from that seems highly an irresponsible agent. to bring in an innocent person and be like, <laughs> here, lay in this pile yeah, of leaves and look dead. Right. Gideon stayed behind to sprinkle a last handful of leaves on the body. Yep. And he looked stare with his bag of leaves. Yep. Um,
0: so Reed asked JJ, like, do you think that he bought it? Like, do you think it sounded like the the hollow man? And JJ's like, I hope so. Um so we're, Reed's like doing his reading us his little poem that he put together. <laughs>
1: yeah, And but he bought it. He took it. It worked. Mill Creek is there. Yep. So he's wandering up and he finds, he the, finds pile the pile of leaves. Which how do you find a pile of leaves in the middle of the woods? I don't know. And he brushes that it away. How
0: does he not know she's alive? She'd be warm. She would be warm. And he says hello. He takes his jacket off because he's got to take his lipstick and his comb out whoa you think he just always has those in his pocket i do all right so he's got the lipstick
1: he didn't and here him. comes
0: everybody like this time it worked they got him
1: uh, she set up out of the leaves yes, with a gun in her she hand She
0: did. okay she is an she's agent. an agent for sure and city gideon goes one down one to go all right all right to be fair though i mean other than him answering the personal ads everything else they have like they don't have anything else on him right like he could make he could say like i stumbled i stumbled upon this like i don't know like yeah (laughs) all right so they're taking him out of the car and there's lots and lots of press there he's got a bulletproof vest on they're afraid someone's gonna try and kill him, which is fair and all of the press are like do you
1: have anything to say to the families do you have any remorse maybe they're gonna go interview him and try to get a confession yeah gideon covers his head with his coat yeah wow seems right. like something crazy celebrities so do. Selene
0: comes, and he's just, like, staring at everybody. Um, JJ has said that they're going to do a press conference, and she has a script,
1: so they have something very specific that they're going to yeah, say. Yeah, they have to say something specific so that yep. um, Hollow Man doesn't think he, like, won and stops or something.
0: Oh, Hotch just made the point that I made, which is, like, we don't actually, he said, we don't actually have anything on him, especially if he claims he just stumbled upon the body, so we got to do something. Right. So I think you're right. They're going to go in there and try to get him to confess.
1: So. Which this man is probably smart, so he's probably not going to. But they're going to send in Gideon, and he's going to do what Gideon does, which we'll is have a tete-a-tete. A tete-a-tete. And he's making the man comfortable because the guy's like, I'm uncomfortable in these handcuffs. Yep. So Gideon takes him off. He's like, Oh,
0: yeah, no problem. Trying dude. to build a rapport here. Yeah, yeah.
1: He's
0: like, hey, I'm Jason. um Um, he says we don't know your name or where you're from the only thing we know is that you're really smart and good looking and he's like hey hey
1: oh um, and they also
0: immediately accuse him of killing women yep and he's like well you had me into the last part and he's like i'm so shocked like i this is so crazy i see a woman who i think is in distress in the woods and i get pounced on that's so ted bundy like the way he's playing this is so ted bundy he even
1: kind of looks like ted bundy a little bit. That Much more you? like Ted Bundy <laughs> yeah. than my husband.
0: Um so he's very calm and collected. Like he's he not nervous Which wouldn't you think that if you were someone who just stumbled upon this and then was accused of doing it, wouldn't you be freaking out a little yeah. bit more? To be like, yeah. No, I did not do this. Like you wouldn't be cool under pressure.
1: Yeah. Um so we're trying to play into the fame narcissism yeah. thing
0: here yeah and so he says oh i've read about this mill creek killer like they say he's an artist
1: um and, and gideon's
0: asking if he responded to the hollow man
1: through the he's classifieds like, you can't respect the hollow man yep. he has no imagination
0: so it's like basically short of saying yes like i talked to the hollow man like it's obvious like he's yeah whatever And he's like, oh, whoever taught him, taught him well. That's very true. Gideon laughs. Yeah. And he says, oh, well, it sounded like the student turns on the teacher and he says, no, no. Like, he's protecting
1: him. So we're pushing buttons here. Yeah. To try to get this guy to freak out and be like, no! Right. I'm way better at killing. Well, and also, like, there's this thin veil of, like, he's essentially
0: admitting to it, but he, in the language right. that he's using, he's putting that buffer of, like, oh, I would think, or like, oh, right. no, like, this is what I. I have like. a friend who yep.
1: has this rash. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so Gideon says he just has one question. If killing those women made you an artist, the things you did to them after they were dead. What does that make you? Ew. Ew.
0: And he's like, it doesn't seem very artistic, does it? You went back to fix their makeup and you'd comb their hair and you visited them over and over and over. And he and says, it's, I it's didn't starting do to that. get to the killer. Yep. And um, he says, if you thought you were famous before,
1: wait until the press gets a hold of you. He do. says, I never went back. Which is the beginning of a confession. Yep. We found lipstick in your hand. And he
0: says, you will not tell anyone that. So he's embarrassed about that part. Like, he doesn't want people to know. He says, you just killed them? And he
1: says, yes, yes, I killed them. So he just admitted to it. But. Got him. Gotcha, bitch. Can't tell anyone that I went back. And Gideon's like, sorry, whole thing's recorded. And you're about to go to court and have to talk about it a lot. You can't do that. The women of
0: St. Louis. Oh, sorry. Now this is JJ. (laughs) She says the women of St. Louis can rest easy tonight (laughs) because we got this guy. Um, and it says he's very sophisticated. He's very intelligent. He uses this ruse. Oh, and we will want to study this one for years yeah. to come. So they're totally playing yeah, into this playing idea. Yeah,
1: they're playing up that ego.
0: Yep. Which but, it's like, may, but not for him, but for the Hollow Man. Right. So they're that like, may
1: make them, make the Hollow Man want to come mad. forward. Because he's like, oh, you'll study me for generations right, to exactly. come.
0: exactly. So he's going to be like, look, like he's getting all of this attention. I want to get this attention too. Um... So,
1: Jim, the reporter, is there, and I, he must be so They're on it. <laughs> they're also talking down the hollow man. Right. He, so, she just like, called him a street thug. Yep. So, he was like, what about the hollow man? And she's
0: like, he's nothing. Like, we don't care. Like, we're actually leaving town. Like, whatever. Yeah. It's like, lacks a certain sophistication.
1: Right. There's nothing elegant about it. Yep. And mm-hmm. reporter seems a little mad. Yeah. I think He needs to go talk to JJ, and JJ can be he's like, hey, we're mad. playing a game
0: here, dude. Yeah. No, I think he was in on it. Like I think because
1: he kind of has to.
0: He kind of has to cooperate now because he like got in the middle of it. All right. So the cab is pulled up. Lurpy, old man. He is Lurpy Derpy. Here he comes. He's gonna go through the the metal
1: detector. Courthouse? I thought that was the police station. Oh, I assumed it was the police station. It could be a courthouse. The alarm sounds and he. He's wearing his stupid leather gloves. (laughs) And he's like, "Can you extend your arms?" And the yeah, so he's well, doing, the security guard is yeah. He's using the like metal and detector wand. That guy looks wand. very yep. concerned, like that he's but also find like something. he's about to do something. Yep. Kicks oh. him in the face. Kicks him in the face and has a gun.
0: He pulls the other gun from the security
1: and he says, mm, "Give me your weapon." Like to the other the guy. police, give him all their guns. Yep.
0: Yeah. So now we gotta figure out where they are. They have to be at the police station.
1: Maybe. Because he's going
0: to... He knows that the Hollow Man... Yeah, there that, yeah, he, is. He, there knows he that, is. he knows that Mill Creek is at the Oh, yeah. Station. This is the FBI. So, thing. he comes in. He says, where is he? I want to talk to him right now. I'm the Hollow Man, and I want to talk to him. Um, And he's pissed off about what JJ yeah. said. He told you to use those words. Mm-hmm. So, he thinks that, like, Mill Creek Killer is behind all of that, which obviously he's not. And he's staring at him through the window. <laughs> so, he immediately knows who he is by the side by by his face so have they met in person before i think so or did he just assume that that was him because he was the one in that room i guess i'm
1: telling i think like i said earlier they met before and then that was how Mm. they determined to exchange and he's saying i gave you the mill creek killer like
0: what else do i have to do so he's giving himself credit for like getting him caught right even though they were already on to him
1: before that right but now everybody's just kind of trying to calm down from that very staring tense at each other situation. <laughs> Ooh, a fax! And now the newspaper prints the pictures of the victims of the Hollow Man. Yep, and it says "Victims remembered." They're
0: back on the plane because obviously they caught everybody. JJ is wearing a tank top sweater. That is very
1: mid two thousands. Very mid-2000s. over a long sleeve white button up. Yeah
0: that's a nice thing i'm glad that those women finally are gonna get yeah remembered
1: and the whole team is passing it around yep looking and at it looking at it giving like, each other the nice cool. like like we smirk. did that yeah like
0: <laughs> like pat on the back to us for yeah. doing our jobs
1: and um and Reed they also says it doesn't mention the shooter
0: yep And Hotch says he was a nobody who wanted to be a somebody and they didn't give him that, which like preach like the media always does that, which is that it becomes about the sensationalized act of the serial killer. And like that when they give him the names and like everything. And it's like,
1: right. It shouldn't be about that. Oh, Regina Spector is playing in the background. The song is called Field Below.
0: Oh, I just listened you. to Reg
1: yesterday Alright so we're
0: back at Quantico and, and who's in the office but Emily Prentice Prentice is sitting there And Hotch says please tell me you haven't been sitting there for four days And she says no I heard you were flying back tonight Um, And, and she, she says, hands him an was envelope This dropped off
1: today And he's like
0: still dismissing her Like he was like profiling is a speciality Like you can't
1: Speciality?
0: Specialty <laughs> And he was like you can't just like show up here um, and so now she's going to, like, demonstrate her skills.
1: Yeah, she's. She's like, I read the pro, I read, I read this the profile, pa- and yeah. here, or I read this file,
0: yep. here's the profile. Yep, and so she's, like, talking about it, and he and says, how like, would you advise okay. this police? And so she tells him, like, she would do a stakeout, and during a very popular ladies night, blah, 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 the details don't really matter. Right. But she's just being so Emily Prentice about yeah, it, which she's is just, just like, it bam, up. in your face. I'm so smart. Known at
1: all and having a middle part, like yes. a bad her middle ass. middle part They're little flippies at the bottom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is
0: also very mid-2000s. That is
1: a look I tried to achieve. The same. And it's not even a complex look. The it's sad, sad thing for me Rachel. is that one side of my hair does it naturally <laughs> and the other doesn't. <laughs> Mine all just like to flip one direction. Not out, not in, <laughs> just they both go to the same side.
0: All right, so Hosh seems to be convinced. He says, I'm not promising you anything, but we can like give this a shot. And she's like, she won't, like, won't be sorry. won't be sorry.
1: She picks up her same box. That she she's has. like, so lit. She like looks at him again and is smirking. And he looks at her like, oh shit, what have I got myself into?" We're still not 100% sure how she got approved for transfer. Well, I think I mean, what we I think find we out learned. later. Someone pulled strings.
0: Yeah, it has something to do. Because we
1: know her mom's an ambassador.
0: Yes. Oh, but she's here. That's all that matters.
1: Yeah, that was the best part of the episode is Emily Prentice. Yeah. Honestly, when she walks in.
0: Although I do want to say I actually do like this episode for the crime itself. I do mm-hmm. think it's interesting. I
1: already forgot what it was. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I already forgot what it was. Gadget Brewster comes on the screen and I and forget she just the last blanks. 50 minutes. But yeah, I think it's interesting.
0: Like the idea that there are like these two serial killers that are trying to outdo each other. Yeah. And the way they catch them is interesting and the way they're com- communicating is interesting. I don't know. I like it.
1: Yeah. I think it was I think it's a good it's one. It's one of the better ones for sure. Yeah. And it's one where their actual
0: police work <laughs> solves the crime. Yes. Wow. I wonder if those are
1: naturally the ones that I like better. Probably. Because like that's when you most thoroughly get to see into the criminal mind. Right. Yeah. Currently Kelsey's feet don't touch the floor and she's kinda wiggling. (laughs) They sure don't. (laughs) (laughs) it's cracking me up.
0: Um anyway. Good episode, solid episode. Yeah. Very excited because, like, Emily was in it, but she, like, didn't she get wasn't. to, like, do yeah. anything in this episode. So, so now next
1: episode. She's going to be here. She will. Just, like, strutting her stuff. Yeah. And ah. for us, I mean, it's mid-December for us in right. past time. Right. It's going to be so long until we do the next episode. I know. It's going to be, like, a month. No, not a month. No. <laughs> <laughs> a few weeks.
0: Close to a month, I Close suppose. To a month. Yeah. But, um...
1: Yeah, let us know what you think. Are you excited that Emily's yeah. here? Are how many of you are We've like been
0: talking it whoa, up forever? This
1: new character, I'm really excited to meet her. Or how many of you are like, yeah, I love, I love Emily I've already watched this show. You guys, yeah, she's, the best.
0: she's um, the best. Don't take our word for it. Keep listening. You keep watching, right. and you will learn. Was
1: it Reading Rainbow where at the end he would go, but don't take my word for it? I never watched Reading Rainbow, so I don't know. <laughs> Kelly is looking
0: at me like I just told her that the sky is red. (laughs) Like, I don't know.
1: (laughs) I feel like it was reading Rainbow where at the end, after he talked about a particularly good book, he'd say, but don't take my word for it as so to encourage you to read the book. Okay, but that might not be true either. I don't know, guys. Sorry, let me know.
0: This has nothing to do with reading Rainbow. I apologize, but nothing we she said, ever to say could. We said <laughs> right because I don't know what I don't you have any. like your husband point. right now. What? That you've never seen like he's never oh, seen. Oh, he's anything. never seen a lot of things because he didn't have cable when he was growing up. Um, he probably has seen reading rainbows. Probably, <laughs> probably. Um, we were gonna talk about The Catcher in the Rye. Mm, yes, because okay. So in the show, they say that the Catcher in the Rye is a book that serial killers tend to sociopaths sociopaths tend to love and gravitate towards. And so I literally, this is so timely because I just listened to the two episodes of Last Podcast on the Left that they do about the assassination of John Lennon. And the guy who assassinated him was named Mark David Chapman. And he was crazy, but he was obsessed with Catcher in the Rye. And he like believed that he was Holden Caulfield. And he believed that like... He, believe, he he was all into this idea of like phonies and that like mm, people are mm-hmm. out there being phony. And he identified with Holden Caulfield that he was going to save all of the young people, like the youth of the world mm. from the phonies. And like he envisioned himself as the catcher. Like he's going to save them going yeah. over the cliff. And I guess they were pointing out that the reason that a lot of sociopaths or something that goes into it with why they're attracted to that book is that because most people who read Catcher in the Rye – Read it when they're, like, 16, 17 years old in high school, which is, like, the appropriate level of, like, age level and brain, like, development to identify with that character because you're going through all the same things that, like, Holden Caulfield was going through. Yeah. But sociopaths and people, especially sociopaths who have this, like, fucked up delusion that, like, they have been, like, the focus of a lot of injustice in the world like mm-hmm. that the world is out to get them that they're not being recognized for all of the good things that they do they identify with that character way after the fact where like that they should mm. so like mark david chapman was like a 50 year old man but he oh. like identified with this like 16 year old character and so uh. like the developmental age is fucked up and it's mm-hmm. like not correct i don't know i personally hated catcher in the rock
1: <laughs> i read it <laughs> i the level of english that i took didn't read catcher in the rye for some reason it was not in the honors english curriculum at Uh, my school ap
0: english and we did
1: (laughs) they didn't even they read it in like the like basic english for some reason um (laughs) damn um so i read it i read it in college i went through a phase in college where i was trying to read all the classics that i didn't read in high school because they didn't put them into the honors curriculum yeah and i read it and i was like i guess so that's the, so that's an interesting thing because in last podcast on
0: the left the guys wanted like one of them read it in high school the other two didn't and mm-hmm. so they one the one of the two that didn't read it in high school read it as an adult and mm-hmm. was like i don't fucking get it like this yeah. is so weird
1: i read it and i was just like am i supposed to love this because right. like, i've read other like Cult favorite yeah. teen books. Like I was a, I read *Perks of Being a Wildflower and like loved it, and like to uh, like a weird extent. I don't know. Well, and
0: then the one guy who read it in high school read it again when they did that episode, yeah. and he was like, "I loved it in high school," and he's like, "I read it now," and I'm like, "This is ridiculous. Like, it's, I hate so, this. Stupid. Like, it's so stupid." But I, in high school, I also thought it was stupid. I have a very like, <laughs> I have a very distinct memory of our English teacher. Drawing a cliff on the like, So white you could actually to, like, picture explain it. it and be like, this is what's happening. Here's the ride. And I just remember being like,
1: that's so fucking dumb. Like, it I is. Don't get it. You're like- oh this kid was like oh school's hard yes i want to go have sex with a uh, prosto sex worker
0: maybe that's because like that's just like not the kind of kid i was like i just like wasn't disillusioned as a child and like as a teenager i was just like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna work because like i want to get where i want to get like i don't understand
1: (laughs) was jd salinger a sociopath do you think I have no idea cuz I've never
0: it? I don't think I've re- read anything else by JD Salinger so I, have I no never idea. have either. I have no concept of that at all, but I just very distinctly
1: Maybe remember. I'll make it a mission for 2020 to read more JD Salinger. <laughs> I don't Let think us know. I don't think he was very prolific, so I think I, I can think so do either, it. Um and yeah. he I think he was a writer of short works, so well, I think I can it do it. So I'm going to read JD Salinger's that's, library in that's 2020. That's her <laughs> New Year's resolution. And I will report back when I finish on how it. terrible it is. is. Mhm. Let us know. Do you like Catcher in the Rye? Yeah. Were are you, you one of those it? kids? Are you one of those kids? I will say, I feel like it mostly appeals to a male audience. Oh, yeah. I, I absolutely. don't know any other, like, anyone other than men who are always just like, oh, my God. I also feel like it's one of those books that people will be like, what's your
0: favorite book? Oh, The Catcher in the Rye. Like, people like, who like that it. also
1: really like Fight Club.
0: but they'll say it like because they think it makes them sound cool not because it's actually their favorite book or any
1: Slaughterhouse-Five like any Kurt Vonnegut yeah like though and I was like a borderline that person yeah and would probably still appreciate some of them but like no.
0: That reminds me of that episode um of Friends when they're doing the trivia game with each other and they ask what Rachel's favorite movie is mm-hmm. and she tells people it's dangerous liaisons and right. they go, What's her <laughs> actual favorite movie? Weekend at Bernie's <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what that
1: reminds me of. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, what a fun episode. What a fun episode.
0: The episodes are getting longer and longer because now I feel like we're averaging an hour. We are.
1: Or before I, we weren't. Yeah.
0: Although part of this, I guess, is us losing time because the disc was too slow.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Um. Do you have a recommendation? Damn it! No.
0: <laughs> okay, hold on. Actually, I will recommend, and it. it is podcast related. If you are interested in this conversation that we're having about Catcher in the Rye, listen to those two episodes of Last Podcast on the Left about the assassination of John Lennon. A, I didn't really know anything about it before I listened to it. It's very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. And from a standpoint of the, we'll call him the unsub, Mark David Chapman, Mm -hmm. very interesting. Mm. Super weird. I don't want to ruin too much, but he had imaginary little people friends when he was a kid. And then right before he murdered John Lennon, they came back and they it was like a little people. They had a Congress. He made decisions by asking the little people what he it's so interesting. You have to listen to it. It's so crazy. Well, I guess I will. But listen to it. It's good. I listened to a lot of the last podcast on the left, but those are that those were two episodes that were particularly good. Yeah. That's what I recommend.
1: Okay. What about you? Do you have anything? Um <laughs>
0: considering we just did this the last I can episode. recommend more than
1: one thing. Okay. I didn't know if you had a catalog in the back of your brain. Okay, so I'm gonna stick I'm gonna do all my podcast recommendations at the beginning of us recommending podcasts. Okay. Or of us recommending things. See,
0: I would like to point out that she came up with this format without telling me that this is going to be the <laughs> new format, so I wasn't wasn't prepared. Um,
1: okay, my oh, is it my second? Is it my favorite podcast? Oh no, my podcast recommendation mm-hmm. is this wonderful podcast called Table Manners, hosted by Jessie Ware and her mother Lenny Ware. I have loved Jessie Ware for a few years now. Big fan of her music. Um, Fun fact, they were like, we would like, Cassie and I would like, listen to Jessie Ware when we were like, first dating.
0: (laughs) Cassie just like, pokes her head out of the door.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I can highly recommend her music, but her podcast is hilarious. Like her and her mom are, they just like, bicker and like, cook food. So they'll tell you at the beginning of the podcast, they tell you like, what they made so they'll, like, make dinner or whatever meal their guest is coming on for. They'll make it. They'll tell you all about it. They're Jewish, so they talk a lot about making matzo ball soup, um, which apparently is fantastic. They have a cookbook coming out. Can't wait to make the soup myself. Mm. But in the episode that's coming out this week in past time, they're going to have... In past time. <laughs> The clue is that the guest is dragons and mother of... <gasps> they're
0: getting Denarius.
1: So I'm very NK, excited. Yeah, I think the podcast, they do just like short little seasons of like 10 episodes and then they'll take a break for a couple months and then they'll come back. They're hilarious. And I love listening to them talk about food and I freaking love their British accents. And occasionally Jesse wears two little kids will come like peep up in their baby British accents, which <laughs> is extra adorable. Um, so that's my recommendation is listen to Table Manners. They're only in half hour. I might do
0: that. I might take a recommendation. Oh, to be fair, every podcast I've ever listened to is because of your recommendation. Uh, so. Not last podcast on the that's left. true. That's
1: a recommendation of Karen in Georgia. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would like it. Hmm. Um, I'm going to say this: be- not I am not a man hating feminist, but oh. I would not like it because it's hosted by men. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Uh, yeah, um, yeah.
0: So there that's you go. It. There you have it. Um, We'll try to hammer out this new format where we're giving recommendations on things. We'll come.
1: Next time we record, Kelsey will know. Yeah. And she will be prepared. I'll have something better to put my stamp of
0: approval on than two episodes of Last Podcast on the Left and Powder Cheese.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Those are perfectly good things. I know. I'm just saying. I do have to say. I scramble a bit. I stole this from a podcast I really like called Throwing Shade, where at the end of the episodes, they give... As they describe it, a recommendation for this great nation. Hmm.
0: They do it on on My Favorite Murder, too. They do, yeah, they like recommend podcasts. Yeah,
1: they'll recommend podcasts. They do their fucking hooray. Yeah. But it's just like their little, like, end of episode thing. And mm. so I would, I love, recommend, I love giving my opinion. I love it. That's why
0: we have a <laughs> podcast, cause we just love the sound of our own voices. We do.
1: Um, also,
0: get ready because we are coming up on the point where we're going to get a bonus episode. <gasps> yeah we're coming up on halfway through the season I think so. we're gonna
1: our next recording session we're gonna record it Mm-mm. we're doing ten and eleven next oh yeah you're twenty right. three episodes I was i thinking fifteen was halfway <laughs> there are not <laughs> there are not thirty episodes Name in the one season. show that's weird Lizzie yeah McGuire. we are coming
0: up on it, so get ready, guys. we know how much you love those mm. we gotta think about what we going we're gonna rank because. Are we going to do go agents by again? Our, yeah, if we're going to go by format of what we done, before, we did in first season. The first one we rank the agents, agents as they are, in the, as they are in that season. But we could rank other stuff. We could let us know, guys. If you if there's something that you guys want us to rank, we will not obviously rank second season episodes. We'll do that at the end of the season. Right. But if there's something else that you want us to rank, we'll do it. Yeah, you just let us know. More than that we love to play this game. We. Love it. We'll rank multiple things. We could do both. We could do we could do agents, <laughs> and then there could be something we can do a right. fan we suggestion. We could do
1: we could sprinkle bonus episodes in all the time.
0: Yeah, that's something to think. Like about. you can
1: sprinkle your new cheese on all your foods.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sprinkle, sprinkle. I,
1: she kind of looks like she's playing castanets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was going like this. <laughs> all right.
1: I like how she says I was going like this. <laughs> like, I now know. you could see it. Because this is an invisible medium. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh. Teresa Caputo yeah. in the Invisibility Cloak. <laughs> right. Um,
0: so anyway, guys, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. We yeah. really, really would appreciate it. It helps us out a lot. Also, check us out on Instagram at the Unknown Subject Podcast. And Twitter.
1: Unknown Sub Pod. Um,
0: and... Let us know if you want us to rank something specific. We'll yeah. ask on both of our social medias, and you can let us know yeah. there. Uh, but anyway, thank you for being here and listening to another episode. Welcome to 2020. We're real excited to catch up with you and get yeah. there.
1: <laughs> we are. Um, Can't wait to ring it in. i and- just choked
0: on my own spit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Do I need to go on without you? No. Leave I think you in we're the dust? Good.
0: Um But anyway, thanks for being here. And as they say, when they catch the unsub, it's it's over. over.